0: Hey. Oh, hi. Is Gary there?
1: This is Gary.
0: Gary, it's Carrie Jobe.
1: Carrie, thank you for calling me. You went to ORU, right?
0: I did. I love KXOJ, and I love Ted's Cafe Escondido. <laughs> so I'm excited to come to Tulsa for many reasons.
1: <laughs> so is, is that going to be your first stop once you get into town?
0: Probably. I'll probably have it for lunch and dinner.
1: <laughs> oh, good. Yay. What do you like to pick up there at Ted's?
0: Um, You know, it's not healthy, so um, <laughs> I just go for it, though. I just I have the chips and the salsa and queso and tortillas, lots of butter, and I used to have a taco salad.
1: Very Nice. <laughs> well, I'd say you deserve it. You're out on the garden tour right now. and Is that exhausting, being out on the road?
0: Um, you know, yes and no. We we get some good rest, but we have our one-and-a-half-year-old out here with us, too. So um, some days are, are easier than others. I was there from 99 until 2002.
1: Were you involved in the worship thing at ORU, or did you discover that while you were in college?
0: Yeah, I did. I was I was a part of the worship team there, and I loved it. It was with, like, Jared Anderson and John Egan and Glenn Packiam. I don't know if you know those guys, but it was neat because they all do worship now, and, and they're ministers and churches. It's just kind of neat we were all at school at the same time. I think some of my closest and dearest friends in my life uh, I met at ORU. So we're still friends, get to do life together. It's pretty amazing.
1: People who have a heart for worship, what would your advice to them be?
0: I always just kind of go back to what I did and what, what God had, you know, for me, and I I just know there's so much value in local church and in serving where God has you planted. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a scripture in the Bible that says those who are planted in the house of God will flourish. Mm. And so, you know, to be a worship leader, I think you've got to be in an environment where you're getting to lead worship. I just would say jump in and learn how to do it and just keep watching what God will do to open doors for you. I was five, but then I always kind of joke and say that I got saved every summer at kids camp (laughs) until I realized that okay, I'm saved. It's good. I don't have to get saved every time. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I was young.
1: How did you learn to start hearing God or to start listening and to start receiving direction from God? What was that process like for you?
0: Yeah, I remember asking my dad when I was 10, something like, "How? you know, you talk about hearing God's voice, that God spoke to you, what do you mean? And my dad just said, you just have to cultivate relationships. Just like you would with your friends, if they call you, you know who it is on the other line. You know, you can start to hear God's voice and recognize that it's Him. And, and so He's like, you just have to practice it. So I just started practicing and, you know, He never contradicts His word. And um, it's just, I'm just so glad that, that my parents helped me to begin to learn to hear His voice. You know, I love the exchange that happens in worship. That we can bring our brokenness, we can bring things going on in our lives whether they're beautiful or whether they're difficult in whatever season you find yourself in there's always this exchange of saying god i just i bring this and i worship you and you declare truth over your situation you declare you know praise and honor and god is always moved by praise he's moved by faith so worship to me is my life it's everything and it's It's a beautiful perspective to keep all
1: the time. Really looking forward to having you back in Tulsa November 2nd at Victory. So, yeah, you be safe out there, and we'll we'll see you soon. Okay, Carrie?
0: Thank you so much. All right, we'll see you all soon.